Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Ordinary People Podcast, where Ordinary People talk about Ordinary Things. My name is Kiel with my co-host Andrew, and we're back after a three-week hiatus. Um, yes, sir. I have returned from vacation. Returned. Um, I look slightly different. A little skinnier. New glasses. I was going to say, I didn't want to mention the glasses until the podcast started. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I have new glasses now. I can see nice. clearly now. Um, nice. it's, it's less blurry. Things were less blurry. Yeah. In true European fashion, true emerges European. emerges from the the skip across the pond with the new glasses. <laughs> they actually arrived when I was in Europe, and I was like, "Well, I can't see oh, really? Europe." <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. Oh man, I was like struggling to like read stuff from far away. I was like, "Yep, yeah, I really need my new glasses." <laughs> Yeah. What happened to the old glasses? I still have them. They're, they're okay. Did you bring there. them to Europe, or it was still just hard? Like your prescription changed? Uh, yeah. It's just the prescription. Was, okay. Uh, this prescription's a little stronger. My nice. left eye is completely blind. My right eye is no it, way. My right eye is almost perfect still. Um, it got a little worse, but my left eye is so bad. Oh wow! I wonder. Oh wait. I think my right eye is slightly worse. Because um, when we were, I didn't even when, think about that. Yeah. When I was doing the eye test, right? I could never read. No matter what they did, they had to do so much adjustment so that I could even read the 2020. And I was Damn. still struggling. <laughs> Damn. So it's you're nearsighted then, right? So you can't see far? I can't see far, yeah. Can you see close, though? I can see very close, yeah. Okay, nice. So uh, I feel like that would bug me if I couldn't see close. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because my mom's like, she'll eat food, and she has to put her glasses on. She's like, I can't see the food, so it's not the same experience. I'm like, what? That, that's wild. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, man, that's crazy. That is wild. Yeah, I mean, at least you had some sort of vision in Europe. That would kind of suck if you had absolutely no vision. Absolutely no vision, yeah, exactly. Because it, it's not like a huge difference between my eyes, but um, between my past prescription and this prescription. But it's, this is just slightly stronger. Yeah. Where'd you go in Europe again? Uh, I went to Italy. So Rome and oh, Venice. Did. I then went to France. Went to Nice first. Then uh, we went We went to go to Monaco as well. Since that's close, somewhat close by. Wow. Then we went to Geneva in Switzerland. Oh, yeah. The Geneva Convention. Yes. <laughs> wow. The Geneva Convention. Uh, we went to, then we went to Paris. Then we went to London. Holy shit. A big so vacation. you did it all. That's insane. Yeah, it was a big vacation. Yeah, we tried to cram a lot in, and that was honestly something that we kind of regret doing. Yeah. We kind of wish we just kind of only did a little bit and spread it out. Yeah. But it makes sense. Was it you who posted this? I know, actually, I know two people in Italy right now. Was it you who posted the video on the Amalfi Coast? No. Oh, I who else was in Italy? My mom's friend. Mm. Oh, I want to go. That's so cool, though. Yeah. The uh, and you were there. Let's see. Were you there when? Yeah. Yeah, you were. Th- so you were probably in France as Messi was leaving France to come to the United States. Yeah, I think so. No way. Yeah. That's insane. That is so nuts. I think uh, by the time that he left, I, w- I was in Paris. Wow, holy shit. Yeah, I think he left when I was in Paris. It was like he already, I think he already like settled down and moved in in yeah. Miami when I was in Paris. 
Oh, okay. I thought you guys like no. were like low-key passing the airport at the same time. No, because um, I we heard, my brother and I heard articles while we were in Paris about like, oh, Messi was just roaming around the store and he's not getting paparazzi. Because like, no one in America oh, knows yeah. Messi. <laughs> yep. But, no yeah. way. That sounds, that, that sounds so cool. Yeah. Where'd, uh, what was your favorite food on the time? Um... It's hard to say because it's not like French cuisine. I don't know what their specialty is. Not no dig to the French, um, yeah. but I don't know what their specialty is. And a lot of their specialties um, are like high end. And yep. as a low middle class, middle class family, we can't really have those high end stuff. <laughs> Yeah. I uh, wonder I had one French dish. I forgot what it was. It was like some raw beef. Oh um, yes, that. Like I, some super thinly sliced raw beef. Or I know something. I know what that is. My dad ordered it, but my dad is very scared about like raw stuff. So my brother yeah. had it instead. Um but I wanted I had some. It was pretty decent. Yeah. But all the other mm-hmm. stuff I, I we didn't get to try. We, it's so much like healthier over there too. From, at least is. from what I hear, it's like, like people are will go to it, like Italy and France and all these countries and eat and be like, oh my god, like we got to do this in America. Like this is bad. Yeah, uh, European food. It's okay. So uh, Americans always like American food is so much. It's it's okay. American food tastes good. It tastes very yeah. good. That's because it's so fatty. And mm-hmm. honestly, we're so as Americans, we're so used to that. So we that's why we're so fat. <laughs> yeah, that's why we have an obesity <laughs> problem. But when we went to Europe, I probably ate the same amount as I did here. Mm-hmm. But I'm skinnier because it's significantly healthier. Yeah. Did you weigh yourself like before and after? Uh, I did. Uh, but oh, my really? scale here is actually um, I we, my family and I determined that this scale here is wrong because it said I gained weight. Even though okay. shirts are a lot looser. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes um, sense. But I think I started out at 175. So I probably am like 170 currently. Nice. I no way. Because my brother lost about 10 pounds as well. Wow. That's the good part about going to like uh, overseas vacation because you're actually going, you lose weight. Whereas like... If you vacation in the like in the U.S., like if I were to go to L.A. or uh, Chicago and I'm eating a bunch of deep dish pizza, it's yeah. like definitely not losing weight. I'm definitely putting weight on. Putting weight on. We did it. We, yeah, going to Europe also is just like a lot of walking. I would love to go to Europe. Oh yeah, I want to go well, to just, Europe without my family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. I actually have a passport appointment coming up. I want to go soon. Oh, yeah. But they they say like all of the cities in Europe were built like before cars yeah so they're all very walkable cities whereas like america was was somewhat built post car so a lot of cities were optimized for driving especially yeah. in like texas and like out west some of the eastern cities like boston like you could still walk around boston like the city's super old and yeah anything with like um, uh, american history is very short so all the older cities are walkable yeah. just because you know, colonies. But after mm-hmm. that, it's built for 
built for like station wagons very yeah very small cars stuff like that nothing that's so cool though that's what i heard it's like a trend in city de- city designing now where it's like create walkable areas there's oh, even yeah. something like there's a thing in, that barcelona does that like there's bunch of like corners like it's hard to explain like there's square sections that they specifically block off that you're not allowed to drive but you can drive in between them um just oh. to like have walkability oh yes yes i know what you're talking about it's that's yeah. very like uh common because they're like alleyways around here but they're not yeah the alleyways are significantly scarier yeah and that's what's cool too because that's what's like i heard like most people like most people really enjoy college because all your friends live in the same the same area and you can walk to them and they're like that's how a lot of these european cities are it's like you're just all kind of living in the same place and walk to your friends walk to the grocery store it's kind of nice although i do like driving though driving driving is nice but I think if you're going to live in a city, it's nice to be in a walkable city. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, uh, living, because my roommates, uh, majority of my roommates moved out. One of them technically still is here. He didn't turn in his key, mm-hmm. and he left all of his stuff here still. Oh, um, man. But uh, living by myself this past week has been it, it, kind of a new thing i don't know i i will actually want to talk to you about this because you're you're living by yourself and you used to live with three other people yeah it's do you did you get paranoid a little bit during the first couple like weeks of yeah living well, by yourself? i mean it, it depends on the paranoia because like i live in an apartment with a lot of people around so it's like the paranoia of someone breaking into my house or something doesn't really bother me okay. or like some creepy ghost shit happening yeah just because there's other people around yeah. <laughs> like so that doesn't bother me but dude, what freaked me out would be like, like I'll have like heart reputations, and I'm like, I could die here right now, and people wouldn't find me for like a week. <laughs> yeah, I had. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. weird. It's weird. I luckily my neighbor is someone I know. Yeah. So that I'm like, that's that's great. But I'm like, I'm li- because I'm used to living with people, and then like. Every now and then, after I do like a stream or I do a recording, I go out in my room and I go have a conversation. Yeah. So I'm in the habit of going out there, and then there's no one there. I'm like, then I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm gonna go have dinner. I'm about to ask my. Oh wait, no, I can't ask anyone to have dinner with me. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's definitely an adjustment. It's probably weirder too when you're living in like rents where it's designed for four people. Yeah. Whereas like I live in this box, so it's like. I don't really have that, yeah. but yeah, it, it's, it's, they have their pluses and minuses. Like some roommates, I wouldn't want to, like, I would live with my college roommates forever. Like I, that wouldn't bother me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it, when it comes to like, do I want to get a new roommate or live on my own? Like in Salt Lake, like totally want to just live on my own. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, but I don't you, know. So you would say you would live by yourself. But if you had to have a roommate, you would rather have someone you you would have your college roommate, basically. Yeah, it would have to be someone I know like really well. Really well and their living habits, basically. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. That's fair. I think after living with because this is my first time living with roommates, uh, that's you know, not family. Because mm-hmm. I've been always lived with family. I yeah. think I would only live because of the bad experience I had 
with one of the roommates. I'm scared to live with any, like, there's only like two, two of my roommates here I would live with. That's about yeah. it. I don't think I could live with anyone else just because of how bad that he, he was. Yeah. Cause when roommates are good, they're good. Like it's awesome. Yeah. Like you have so many people to hang out with all the time. Like there's no real pressure to make plans. Like worst case scenario, you'll just kind of like sit on the couch and just chill. Yeah. But then when it's bad, it's bad. Cause it's like, they're in your space. Like you just, it's just not, it's yeah. just not fun. Just not clean, invasive. Just, yeah. it's like, and there's nothing you can do because you live it. Like it's their house too. Yeah. Even though if, exactly. you, if it's not agreed upon beforehand, why do you bring up, bring it up now? But it was like, come on. Uh, yeah. I, I, that's one thing I'm very positive about, but like living during the summer when, even though he left all this stuff here, he wasn't there to really like bother me. Uh, mm -hmm. It was kind of just me and the other guys, uh, even by myself, just kind of like if I want to just walk around shirtless, I can. If that's yeah, that's true. That part is nice. That part is really nice, actually. I don't usually like doing that, but since I am losing weight, I am a little bit more confident in my in my body, so I can yeah. do that. Yeah, well, fortunately and unfortunately with me, when I had roommates, I definitely would have been walking around shirtless either way just because <laughs> I was packing it on back then. <laughs> it was so bad. Seeing seeing you in comparison to uh, you were in college, I knew you were quite hefty, but I didn't know you were that hefty. I didn't even know because I was like, because the heaviest, I usually don't let myself go over 200 pounds. Yeah. And like I was sitting there at 216, probably more, honestly, because by the time I got weighed at 216 was like, I already started to be like, okay, I should probably cut back. So I was probably closer to like 220 at my heaviest. Oh my and I'm God. sitting there thinking like, oh, I'm just around, I'm probably just around that 200 mark, but I'm not going to weigh myself just in case. Like I, I was living in the blissful ignorance. And then like, I went to the doctors and like, they obviously have to weigh you with the doctors. And I yeah. was like, fuck. It's, it's always that when you see that number, you're like, yeah. When I know when I noticed I was 180 cuz I I'm, you know, I'm skinnier. Mm -hmm. I think you you have broader. You have a lot more broader base than I do. But yeah. I I when I found that I was like 180, 185, I was like, "Oh god." Yeah. Oh my god, it's a it's a horrible feeling. Yeah. Cuz you also but... have a lot more you you have a lot more muscle than I do technically. Mhm. Mm so I, I like I had nothing. I have no yeah. muscle. I just had skin. So when I'm 180, it's just fat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you and when you see a new number too, you haven't seen before, you're like, oh man, here we go. But I actually stopped going to the gym yeah. like the last two weeks. I haven't really gone in a minute. But I I'm picking up two soccer leagues, so I'm kind of hoping to get in better cardiovascular shape. Oh, okay. and put the gym on hold for a second because. Dude, it was so bad. We had like a soccer tryout for like the GS soccer team. Oh yeah. And I was so gassed. I'm like, I'm, I feel like I'm in great shape, but then I go tr run like tiny bit of amount during soccer, and I just feel so tired. Oh yeah. When you when you train in the gym and then you don't do any cardio, especially if you're like a soccer yeah. uh, athlete or like a anything that has some sort of cardio and you've only done the gym stuff, you start to realize like, oh yeah, I'm fit. But then when you do athletic things like 
cardio, you're like, oh god. Yeah. Honestly. Well, and I'm doing like, I was going. Well, I mean, I guess I biked because I I have to bike to get around. Yeah. But even biking's not really that much cardio. Yeah, you would need to do a significant amount. Yeah. So the yeah, well, I was doing strength training and I was sitting in a chair for ten hours a day. Yeah. So but the combination of those two things literally killed my cardiovascular fitness. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> this is concerning me bad. <laughs> when uh yeah, when I went back uh Rochester for a little bit before vacation, I joined in that I joined in Coach Theo's uh workout for a week just because I wanted, oh, really? I wanted to I wanted to see him and everyone else and I wanted to like see where I was at uh as a track athlete, at track sprinter. Yeah. God, I was awful. Really? I did not know that I, because I try, I try to, even though I haven't worked out properly, like my, my consistency is really off. I try to do like on Sundays, I do a, a cardio day. And I found out that even though it, the people say this all the time, treadmill and land is very different. It very much mm-hmm. is. I could very yeah. much go on a treadmill, go to a, a mile and a half, two miles, even though it's not as good as I used to. I can easily do that. But when I go on the road, I can't even do half a mile. Yeah. I just like my body just goes, you're just working so much harder uh, when you're oh, on the ground. I didn't even realize it too, but yeah, that's so true. I, uh, let's see. I have this in here. Yeah, dude, I ran. So one of the, what was it thursday morning i think yeah i went for a run and my let's see my heart rate got up to 180 beats per minute which is pretty fast yes yeah, and fast. guess what my mile pace was i don't want to 10 see. minutes and 14 seconds oh yeah and my heart rate was 180 oh yeah Ooh. so it's bad it's really bad oh. i was like i felt so ashamed after that Cause I got done, I was like, that was that was pretty fast. That was pretty good. I was like, I wonder what my time was. And I'm like, ten minutes? Are you kidding me? I'm like, I feel like I could have walked a mile in ten minutes. Oh my god. Yeah. It, 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 that that actually reminds me when I was when I first did that that mile run outside. Oh, I tried to, because I was like, usually when I was when we, when our second during our second season when I was working out with Jerron over the summer, right? Mm-hmm. I, I did morning runs and I could easily pace myself. I like I knew what an eight minute was. If I wanted to go faster, I could. Because yeah. I did I just did a two mile run and just was chill. Mm-hmm. I tried to do the same exact thing. But I was I remember I thought to myself, I was like, why is it? because I the Apple Watch helps you pace. I yeah. looked at my uh watch and I was like, why is an eight minute pace so difficult? Yeah. I was like, I can't do this. How did I get like before I even used to do like a seven seven thirty pace, I was like, "How can I? How can I do an eight minute?" So I had yeah. to lower it to a nine minute pace, and I oh still gave up. <laughs> crazy! It's so crazy, and it's so sad too because like when you're younger, like being the fastest person in the in the school at recess and all that stuff matters so much. Yeah. And you get older, and you start running, and you're like, "Oh my god, I'm not fast anymore." <laughs> <laughs> I lost everything. <laughs> so my leg means nothing. <laughs> yeah it's nuts oh, oh i i wish i don't even know i it's weird it was weird because i was like i i feel like i ran that fast and i just didn't run it fast yeah I, that's this is why i made it an immense to 
continue to do track stuff. Now, I am actually cutting off on gym stuff for a little bit because yeah. I want to also lose my shoulder muscles. Like my back and shoulder muscles are significantly huger than I would like them to be. So I'm going to mm -hmm. reduce the amount of stuff that I do with them and yeah. just focus on uh, my lower body because my lower body has lost some muscle and bone. I'm not going to yeah. do too much of legs, but I'm going to, that's the only gym work I would do, but I'm going to focus on track stuff. Nice. It feels, yeah, they're, they're very different. It feels good though. It's good to like, at least from my experience, I feel like it's good to go like in the winter. I mean, again, I just started running like last week, so I don't really know, but like, <laughs> so I'm not probably the most qualified person, but I feel like strength training in the winter feels natural. And then like running in the summer feels natural. And that might be because of soccer season like prepping in the summer when i was younger yeah it's, it's but, like it's like track stuff it's like oh i can't yeah. run outside so i gotta go inside yeah and I, it, it, I don't know it just feels right to me so i might start i might start doing that like nice good strength training session in the summer when it's cold and then run in the run in the summer run in the strength in the winter run in the summer something like that that, that sounds like a good plan now, honestly i might i might keep i might steal that yeah no it's I don't know. We'll see if I keep up with it, though. Yeah. I, again, I've only ran one time, and it was at a 10-minute mile pace. <laughs> but morning runs are... I think morning runs are fun, though. Hey. Like, that was like a really early morning run before work, so it still was kind of cool out, and it's like kind of clears your head a little bit before work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. So. Yeah, it, it definitely... When I, when I did it, right? For once, I wasn't thinking about other stuff. Every time I run, I, I don't think about other stuff. I focus on my run. Yeah, and it's good, but sometimes, but when I'm in, like in shape and I can and I know my pace and I don't need to focus on my run, it's just it's just like things start to become clear. It's like your mind yeah. is your mind and body are actually working. As much as sometimes I hate it, it's great. It's great. Yeah, it's weird because there's that whole runner's high, and I was like, like I always hated running. I was like. I'm like, I running sucks. Like I'm never good at running. Like every time I ran, I wouldn't enjoy it. Yeah. And then about two years ago, I forgot what it was for, but about two years ago, I was like, fuck, I need to start running more. And I think I ran for the first time ever consecutive two miles. Yeah. And by like the end of the first mile, I was like, oh my God, I feel great right now. I'm like, this is what they're talking about. <laughs> but it's weird. It, like, it just kicks in after like a certain amount of time. And especially Hanson, when you're about to give up, it's yeah, like, it's just yeah. like, it just, you're, I can, uh, how do I describe it? It's like that pain in your chest just goes, no, I don't exist anymore. And you're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. The and, one thing I'll say though, I could never run without music. Oh yeah. I could never just raw dog it and run without music. Like I need like headphones and loud music to block out the sound of my feet hitting the ground. Oh yeah. Or else I just I don't know, it, it gets in my head. Oh yeah. I, I completely agree with you. There's actually a lot I there's something on Instagram where someone was like trying to recommend people not to do that. To like Really? Because they were like, Oh, you focus more on your breathing and your stuff and stuff like that. Um Just there. When you're I, at like a high level, that probably makes sense. That probably makes sense, yeah. Because I don't as a as a person who's like a novice, I'm gonna mm -hmm. keep my music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it pumps you up too. It keeps you going a little bit. 
kind of keeps me going. It allows my imagination to just go as well. Yeah. Yeah, like if if like my body's not too much of a struggle, if my imagination just kind of goes, my body's just flow state. Yep, that's the best. Like I'll try to distract myself. Like I'll try to think of things that just get me stuck in my head, so I don't have to feel like the pain in my knees or like any of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Fantastic. Yeah, it's running's great. Honestly, I hopefully, hopefully, I can get into sprinter shape again. Um, yeah. Just, just for the view, uh, like listeners, listening, you can be whatever shape you want, but I think I. Ideally for me, I would like, I always, I've always had this conversation with my friends, like my friend, one of my friends, he actually really likes the bulky, uh, big shape. I like mm-hmm. the skin. I like the smaller skin, uh, like toned shape. Yeah. And it's very much like everyone has different, like what preferences. Like body that, type? Yeah, yeah. Body type. Everyone has different preferences, what their body type is. So mm-hmm. there's no need to judge other people for what they, what they look like. Or yeah. what they want, because a lot of people want different things. Even though it's, it's not good to put your ideals on other people. So like, mm-hmm. oh, everyone should be extremely skinny and toned. No. Yeah. Some people can't. It's like genetically, it's just like a thing that they can't do. You can't judge yeah. people for that. Yeah, I think like the you got to be, like I feel like the best recommendation is like you have to be healthy, but like what. He- how healthy looks for you is different from like most people. Yeah. Like some people are like, Oh, I'm healthy. Like I'm like skinny and I'm in good cardiovascular shape. And other people are like, Oh, I'm healthy. Like I eat well. And I like go to the gym and I do strength training or even some people are just like, I do CrossFit or like, Oh, I just try not to eat soda on the weekdays or something. So it's like all different versions of healthy, but you should, I think people should strive towards some version of health, some, some version of health, not to the point yeah. where you're hurting yourself. That, that's yeah then that's then that's a problem that's the problem but everyone has a different standard of healthiness so anyone out yeah. there that's going to be criticizing us going like oh work out whack or a lot and you don't want to work out you don't have to work out yeah as long as you're doing what you want to do that's healthy not like eating mcdonald's every day yeah drinking alcohol every five minutes yeah just the alcohol is honestly a big one which i never thought i'd say but like when I started drinking last, I felt so much better. Really? Yeah, so much better. I mean, it, also in college, you're going from one extreme to the other. Oh, it's like I guess in you college, you just, you just drink so much that when I finally stop, my body's like, "I love you." Thank you, my liver. Your liver saved. Yeah, yeah. When I stop, when I stop drinking Monster like weekly. Oh yeah. My my body been like. Have you heard of the whole aspartame, possible carcinogen, WHO thing? No. So this artificial sweetener aspartame, which is like people have always been iffy about it. The WHO is like, this could give you cancer. And I'm like, "Mm," which sucks because I drink diet soda every freaking day. It's so bad. But it's like, there's nothing. There's, I don't know. It's just like, it's, it's right there in the vending machine. It's a dollar. I'm like, but I guess the stuff that was on that list as well, like, there's like random stuff on that list, like celery or something is considered on that list. Like, I feel like, oh, I feel, I sound like a hater. I sound like one of those people that don't believe in the WHO. 
but I feel yeah. like a lot of things could cause cancer. Yeah, and there's not a lot of like research on it too. Yeah, because like you can't and like humans and mice, obviously, very different people. Very different. But, like you can't be like, oh, we think this causes cancer. We're just gonna give someone a bunch of aspartame and see if they get cancer. Like that would be horrible. That's, like, that's... you just can't do that. But you could do this with mouse. Yeah. But who knows if a mouse and a human are like correlated enough to do that yeah it's it's one of those things where i i believe in science so much that we should stop advising people from little evidence as yes. from yeah as one of the people in the scientific world when we're talking about the coronavirus when we were talking when everyone was talking about that when there was very small evidence of something that's when mm -hmm. the like i get they were trying to put fear in people make people like be aware like hey guys something could happen but yeah. the evidence show that but when you look into it and you read the papers you read the uh articles you find out that it's very much a small case mm -hmm. and a lot of uh, uh people that we we agree that of course people should be safe but we didn't also like how some people were flipping it and going very small evidence let's dismiss it no don't dismiss it but understand it's a small case and you need to yeah. focus on the science of it there are people doing heavy work on this don't ignore it but also don't fear it until a huge evidence comes out yeah just like when the vex uh, a lot of i won't say a lot it was like half and half a lot of half of our friends we're going to immediately get the vaccine. Half of us, we're going to wait until further evidence. Mm -hmm. um, all of us were pro-vaccine. Uh, it's going to get a little political. Sorry. A lot of us were oh. pro-vaccine. Uh, we all want to get the vaccine, but we wanted to wait until further results and figure out which one was the best one. Uh, luckily, you know, and we all picked we all picked Pfizer because of the, I think, the 93%. Um, yeah. Uh, I just I just thought of something. I just thought of yeah. <laughs> Sounds like what happened. Uh, I'll, I'll tell that story after. Okay, we all picked uh, the Pfizer because of the ninety three percent. We all informed our families about that and stuff like that. Um, so that's where that's where I wanted to kind of go. I don't know what I was talking about. This kind of tangent off the WHO, but please, yeah. when you read these articles, audience members, do your research. <laughs> Yeah. Don't people, just read. People, don't just hate. just. They hate doing research. Like, don't just trust one article. Do your research. Well, that's what's annoying too. It's like people would be like, "Oh, like, like I'm listening to the scientists," but then they'll only read. There'll be like a small study, small amount of evidence, and a scientist will come out and be like, "Hey, we found a small link between this and this," and they'll be like, "I'm listening to the scientists." Like, you can't do this. Well, it's like, well, if you actually, like, read the study and, like, looked at the study, like, it's small evidence. It could be linked. But, like, I don't know. People just hate doing that research. They're all just – people love headlines. Scientists can be wrong, too. Yeah, yeah. And like, it depends, like, how you do the study and, like, what things could affect it. Like, yeah, it's just – it's hard to tell. Like, these scientists aren't uh, – like, if, uh, if I'm right, I'm not too sure about this. Mm -hmm. If I remember this correctly – some of these scientists that are the advisors aren't actually doing work right now. They're just reading. Oh, really? They're, I, I, like, if I'm, if I'm correct. Oh, yeah. Like they're so they're, like, reading articles that people have already written and yeah, published. They're, they might do their own work. 
uh, I think some of them actually, I think many of them, I could, I sound like, this is, might be completely wrong. Yeah. What I'm saying. But I feel like a lot of these advisors, they get paid a lot of money to speak a specific view. Of course, mm-hmm. some of them might be manufactured by the, the companies. It's paid like hundred thousand hundred thousands of dollars just to say, yes, this works. Yeah. Uh, but that's where oh, money, for sure. that's where money corrupts them. So there's, I mean, there's a whole underlying thing of as much as scientists do science, do your research on science. But of course, yeah. if it's a high stuff, this is where it gets a little controversial because science is science is right and wrong. So you have to do your research and you also have to make sure the majority agrees with it. Mm. That's where you know that the science is kind of right. Yeah, um, it's not always right, but it's kind of, it's majority of it right. Look at you flat earthers. Don't just say uh, because all of us are wrong or all of us. Uh, oh, God. All these flat earthers bother me. Just because you think that we're all wrong, it doesn't mean you're right. Yeah. You legit prove that the earth is round in a documentary. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. That's so funny. And then you cut your documentary. That was, I saw that video. That was insane. He's like, see, we should be able to see the laser. And he's looking through the thing. He's like, I don't see it. And it's just everyone's world just shattered. <laughs> oh, man. No, but yeah, people should be skeptical. Like, you should question everything. Yeah. Like, especially when it comes to science. Like, is the study repeatable? Like, who's telling you the information? Are they potentially corruptible? Like, money yeah. money changes a lot money of things. Money changes a lot. Like, are they connect? Are they connected to the company? Are they stuff like that? That's why a lot of people don't like science, just because it can be corrupted by sort of stuff like that. But it's so essential to our world. Yeah, it is. The but, um yeah, the story I was thinking about okay. was after the vaccine all came out, right? We were all I forgot who necessarily the group was. We we're all kind of sitting at like at the table. Yeah. And we're like, it was right after the news about the Johnson and Johnson one being a little sketchy. Oh, okay. And we all got Pfizer and there's just one person who got Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> and they just it just like you're just such an inferior human being. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that was such a crazy time. <laughs> you called them inferior. <laughs> oh, that oh. was so funny. And I think actually we we knew someone who actually passed out from that. From really, the Johnson and Johnson one. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Are they okay? The, oh yeah, they're fine. They're okay, though, right? Okay, good. I mean, yeah, and it could even be it could, might not even be the Johnson and Johnson. It, it could, could have been be anything like, else. I'm afraid of shots, like whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was it? What was that recent thing? Oh, the remember the Damar Hamlin, uh, incident. Remember when people started blaming the COVID vaccine on that? Oh my God, yeah. that was so oh. stupid. That doesn't even oh make my sense. God. That was dumb. That was so dumb. You know that vaccine that happened two years ago, and this one case, yeah. vaccine. It's it's like one of those things. Like guys, where is your proof on that? The exact yeah. proof is that he got hit. Oh, he got hit. Oh, it's a vaccine. Like, guys. And that happens, like, that's happened, I mean, it's rare, but it's happened, like, throughout, like, I know, I know someone who, like, died from they were playing the cross and the ball hit him in the chest, like, right at the perfect time. And it's like, that's a pretty common, not common, but it's like a well-documented thing that, like, if you get hit in the chest just right, just the right time, like, your, your heart can stop. You notice I'm holding my chest. 
Oh, I know. Yeah, right after we're talking about living alone. <laughs> but yeah, like, guys, there's also a thing called common sense. Please. Yeah. Well, there's definitely no evidence to, to link that one. That one was purely, like, some guy was sitting in his living room watching that game, and he's like, oh, I bet he got the Johnson & Johnson. He bet he got the Johnson Johnson vaccine. It's like, yeah. what? <laughs> and then people just ran with it. Yeah, it's... See, I don't that know. I, I never know when to side to tell people to side with science and like listen or do their own work because it's you have to do both. You have yeah, to you do, do your own research. You have to do your own research. Like, and if you can't, if you can't do it, have a this have a talk with somebody that has like yeah. done the research. That's not like in the public view. Like my yeah. my, my parents do it all the time because they can't. Their their English isn't the best, so they ask me. They're like, "Hey, what do you think about this situation?" So I look it up. I look it up, and I'm like, "Okay, this causes this." I try to read multiple things, multiple things like this is that, this is that, this is that. I'm like, "Okay, for the most likely cases, you're okay." Well, like mm -hmm. this was this because they took the Johnson Johnson one. So I looked at the Johnson Johnson. I looked at what happened. I was like, "Rare case of blood vessel clottage." I'm like, "Yeah, okay." Where does this occur from? It's from people that have this. I'm like, do you have this? They're like, no. I'm like, then you're okay. Yeah. They're also but people don't also... read that stuff. That's the crazy. That's what sucks. Yeah. And they're like, uh, what do we do? I'm like, you can't do anything. Are you, do you feel okay? They're like, yes. I'm like, okay. Yeah. But if something does happen, call somebody. Because right yeah. now we're at the ambiguous area where we can't jump to conclusions. We have to wait. Yeah, it's definitely better to get like get the actual facts on it and like read the articles, read the studies yourself rather than have someone tell you what they what they read because then it's like a whole game of telephone too. Yeah, I think they should have a class. I mean, they kind of do, like stats. Yeah. Well, actually, I guess stats isn't really mandatory, but I feel like in college you should have a mandatory class that's like how to read a research paper, like like even just you know like do you do like peace maybe like do you know what, like a P score is like. There's no. like a certain thing in stats. I've kind of forgot. No. I think it's built off as or like a Z okay, it's like the same thing, like a Z score basically. Oh okay, where it's yeah. like if you have a Z score of like one and a half, like all right, like eh, you know, maybe there's some linkage there. But then all of a sudden if someone's like, Oh yeah, like we got a Z score of three, like nine two percent chance that this is just by chance that our sample size developed this, and it's like, okay, I'm gonna believe that much more than like one and a half, one point two Z score. Yeah. And people are like, Oh, this causes this. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree that people, because, let's be honest, there are there are classes that exist like that, I'm pretty sure, of reading these things and doing this sort of stuff like that. Um, yeah. My physics courses, they actually, a lot, of, a lot of the higher level classes, they actually want you to do research projects on things in science, what are happening in the real world, then present on it. Then you are questioned on it, being mm -hmm. like, is this valid? It's like not not like is it valid, but what are the underlying understandings? Like how do you how do I know that you understand what you just read? Yeah, and that's like an important thing. I know it, uh, I'm pretty sure for you guys with with business, you have some sort of thing like that. Not like research based, but not like research like STEM, but research mm -hmm. of a business of like the analytics and store stuff like that. Understanding how things work, foundation yeah. wise. If am I am I right about that? <laughs> Yeah, kind of. It's more of like the only class I really encountered it in is like, um, like HR, like organizational behavior, like 
we do a study on this group of people, like, and then, I don't know, kind of draw conclusions based off certain things. Okay. But I think the worst is when people are like, they see things that are correlated and instantly assume they're re- like related. Oh, well, they'll yeah. be like, uh, what is a, what's an example? What are they like? Oh my gosh. Like if you eat ice cream on Sunday, people who eat ice cream on Sunday are statistically more likely to develop cancer. And you're like, okay. But like those two things probably aren't, they don't cause one another. Cost they might be correlated, but they're not like your ice cream on Sunday isn't necessarily causing cancer compared to if you eat ice cream on Tuesday. <laughs> you know what, what reminded me of like correlation and that sort of stuff is like astrology. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> man. There's a lot of angry zodiac girls in the comments. We, we are gonna get to, I'm gonna get destroyed. We're gonna get destroyed by this. Oh. But um I don't fully I believe that astrology isn't it doesn't define like the thing is about astrology is that they say a lot of blanketed statements that mm. could apply to a lot of people. I remember I read oh, a Capricorn yeah. one and I was like, wow, this is very like me. But then I read one that's like, oh, what a Scorpio or like something like that. And then I was like, this is also like me. Wait a minute. How can they both? Then I read them both side by side. I'm like, these are both me. Yeah. But I'm, a, I'm this. So I'm like, how like how does the how does the time and day and the specific time that you are born determine how you are as a person? It definitely definitely doesn't. I feel like I mean I could be wrong. I they could prove me wrong one day, but oh, from what I think, if, it doesn't. If, if we could be completely wrong, of course. There are a lot of people that believe in it, and but I remember yeah. those memes of like oh. People that are is like this, like comment on Twitter. Oh, this is why you're this. He's like, haha, I'm actually not this. I'm mm. actually this. And just completely lied. I think there's there could be like psychological effects to it. Like there's oh, yeah. or, or even like some random structural things that are built in. But like there's there's one thing where it talks about hockey players mm-hmm. where like statistically, if you're born in I think it's like June. If you're born in June, you're a better hockey player generally because there's like an age cutoff and if you're born in june you're older like just around a year older than everyone else you're playing against so like people think oh this kid's oh. really good but in reality he's just a little bit older and oh. then those people tend to be like are more likely to become pro hockey players oh. just because of that random age cutoff so like i think it could have factors that like could impact that okay but, like when it comes to like oh you're born in june you're uh your star sign is this and you're much more likely to marry like, a marry a person yeah it, marry like, a person in December. Know. it's like yeah you know there are couples that have the same birthday <laughs> yeah yeah it's crazy the uh we did a test in college actually that same organizational behavior class yeah which did exactly what you were talking about uh-huh. where our professor came in on the first day of class and he's like hey guys like i'm a researcher blah blah like i'm gonna we're trying to, we conducted a test. My friend made a test that should predict your personality off your handwriting, right? So he's like, I want you to write your name on a piece of paper. We're going to send it in. It's going to get analyzed. In a few weeks, it's going to come back and we're going to tell you your personality. And we ate that shit up. <laughs> we're like, no way. So he got like, we send it in, comes back a few weeks later. Um, and he gives us all an envelope and we open it up 
and it, we read it and it's supposed to like tell you your personality and he's like okay how many people think that this is accurate like does, does this kind of describe you and we're all like oh my god like yeah like this is pretty spot on like the thing this is pretty good and he goes all your papers are the same like there's no personality test i just hold held your names for a week and threw them in the garbage and it just like it rocked our world really like, people yeah he's like wow. that's the problem with personality tests it's like if they just tell you things that are good about you and like give a, a few concessions about things that are bad you believe them wow because you want to believe them yeah it was wow. so crazy that's crazy yeah they all read the same thing really yeah it was so it was so nuts it rocked my world wow that's actually crazy yeah it was such a smart it was such a smart test too because we're thinking these things are getting analyzed by some guy in a lab like trying to predict like oh if i'm if i write sloppier does it mean i'm in a hurry and i'm in a rush and like what does that say about me like all that kind of stuff but it now he's like that was all bullshit like it was it was a test and they all read the same i i like i expect the story to be like oh i randomized it but that's even that's even more impressive that he everything was the same yeah all the exact same piece of paper he just gave all of us and every like literally everyone in the class raised their hand and like yeah, this is me. Like it worked. Really? Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. That's crazy. That's that's wild. Yeah, I guess that's the human element of science too. Especially yeah. when it comes to subjective science, like like psychology and feelings. That seems Yeah. Very I, I a lot of a lot a lot of people in the hard scientists give a lot of shit for the social sciences. Oh yeah. Um because a lot of a lot of the times it's kind of like things that don't. It's like how do you test it? You can't test human nature. Exactly. Um, as much as it's like, it's I'm always on side of social sciences. Well, not always. I'm majority of the time with social sciences. Um, yeah. I, I I don't like when my friends kind of shit on the social sciences a little bit. Uh, cause uh, the thing with psychology is that a lot of times when you have a mental illness, you kind of need to rely on sort of psychology to kind of give you an, uh, a path yeah. or like at least a, a little key to see if it works, mm -hmm. you know, um, because everyone's mental illness is different. You can't just say like, psycho like it's, it's, if you read a, uh, a psychology paper that's like flat out if you just read it line by line without reading the underbearings and doing your own stuff it won't work mm -hmm. you 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 look into it you read it you imply it in yourself and then you see if the key works if it, the key doesn't work yeah and then you gotta explore yourself psychology is just it just helps you out it's yeah it's a much up. more subjective science it's yeah. not like math and like like math based well it's somewhat math based but it's it's not like hard math where it's like this is the answer like yeah this is kind of what we're seeing here it's like okay some people like feel this some people do this yeah so it's definitely yeah definitely more subjective science but definitely help, like still helpful still but helpful. you do kind of have to keep in mind like you know these this is harder stuff to test yeah and it's something that like it is wrong it is definitely is definitely like wrong for good some people like yeah like psychology says it this is this for this for people it's like 
I feel the exact opposite. It's like, yes, it can be wrong. It's a social science. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's one of those things where you you can't fully study. Yeah. Uh, and I know a lot of, uh, if any of my friends are listening to this, they, they, they that's just my opinion on it. I, I yeah. have a, I have a, because, you know, a lot of, a lot of physics people are very like, are not backed, just, uh, da, da, da. That's how, that's how we grew, that's how we analyze things. It's like, oh, if it's not fact, if it's not proven, why do we care? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very different than, yeah. than psychology. Psychology is like, oh, this percent of people are going to react positively to this, or like, yeah. that kind of stuff. But it's not, nothing's ever like fact. Nothing ever, yeah. It's kind of like, also like, physics majors also not really socially their their eq is not great <laughs> yeah it's, it's like sheldon cooper yeah their eq isn't really the greatest so yeah. um it, it, we kind of we kind of just shit on other things it, it, the stereotype is true that we are pretty much assholes <laughs> yeah yeah it's funny how uh it's funny how that works yeah where it's like i don't know there is a hierarchy of college majors. There definitely is a hierarchy. Yeah. And it's funny because it's like, like business is pretty low in, in the bottom. But like we can still shit on communications. But <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's pretty much it. It's <laughs> <laughs> so like the engineers shit on us. We shit on communications. Communications. I don't know. I don't know who they shit on. <laughs> No hate though if you're a communications major. I'm sure it's much more complex. I, I, I just uh I love I, I love the memes of communications. Just yeah. like everyone like you know those people like, oh what's the most useless major? Uh communications. What are you? Aerospace engineering. And then someone said, Oh, what's the most useless major? Aerospace engineering. What major are you? Oh, yeah. Aerospace engineering. <laughs> <laughs> he just oh, hates his, he just hates his major so much. Dude, I wonder if people are going to get smarter or stupider from ChatGPT. Oh, like, I, I feel like the polls are going to divide. Like, you're going to have people who use it for good and get smarter. Oh, yeah. And the people who are going to use it for bad and just get so stupid that, like, I don't know. We already have that happen. We already have that, like, when Google existed, you know, we already oh, had yeah. people split up. Oh, I'm going to use Google for good and learn from it. Or I'm just going to use Google to get answers. Yeah. It's, it's like... We're we're stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be the great divide, kind of. Another like uh, I feel like when everyone was going to the library and they're reading books, kind of have to be somewhat like the distribution of intelligence has to be somewhat more concentrated. Yeah. But now that you have these crazy tools, it's like you can either use them to learn crazy things or to totally just slack off. So the distribution of intelligence is gonna become so wide. Yeah, we're gonna have like bridges and be like, all right, let Joe, let me see this person's test scores. Did do I want to go over this bridge or is this gonna fall apart? Oh God, on? it's a person that never passed a physics course and an engineering oh. course. How did they graduate? I love those videos though, like those memes during the pandemic. What? Where they're like all the engineers cheating during during COVID nineteen, and then it's like the bridges in twenty twenty six. Oh man! Oh my god, that's fantastic! Oh man, the future's yeah. gonna suck. <laughs>
It'll be interesting. I'm seeing Oppenheimer tonight. Oh, I actually, so I, actually like I actually saw it yesterday. I actually saw it. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh man, was it good? Oh my god, it's it's gotta be good. Right? It's so fantastic. Yeah. I I like I wore this uh, because I wore I wore my pajamas there. Mm-hmm. I wore my pajamas there just because I was like, I, it's nine thirty, but yeah. I was like, people could see that I, I was a phys- I was a physics major or like a physics lover. Oh, I, I from fi- oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. They they noticed I was uh, a physics because there's just like math questions oh. in the back and it says physics. Yeah. So I was just sitting there and I was just like, you know, I think you you pretty much know the plot from the trailer. I'm not gonna say too much from the spoilers. Yeah. Um, I'm actually gonna make a review. I I plan on making a YouTube review on the thing. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, from a physics background too. Yeah. But uh, I, not much. I don't know how to take films, but I just wanted to. It's it's it really gets into the it really gets into the mindset. Of course, I don't think it's entirely accurate. We have no idea what Oppenheimer actually said uh, throughout yeah. every encounter. But the fact that it was like it tugged on tugged on my heart as a physics major. Yeah, I was like. What would I do? It's something because it's also something that a lot of my friends and I like joked about. Like, oh, what if we were in his shoes? What, what would we do? And I actually was watching the movie and I was like, what would I do? Yeah, that's such a crazy deal. I was trying to look it up a little bit before, like get the story of what happened. Yeah. Like not of the movie, but like in general in history. Yeah. And wasn't it, um, wasn't it like he, I think originally his stance was, um, like I'm a physicist, like this is what my life's work. I created this thing. It didn't have to be used. Like it was politics that used it. And then I think he like met a girl or something. And then he felt really bad after he like met the girl and the girl like was talking to him about, I don't know. I could be totally wrong. I believe, I can't remember the exact, his exact story. I remember we had a discussion about it, uh, one time, but, um, it was something how, because think a lot of us actually had the similar opinion of his initially was oh i'm doing this for scientific gain i'm doing this so we can improve on our scientific mind yeah should we use it for other and the government decided to use it for this Mm -hmm. uh because you know uh a lot of a lot of science that's the thing about science a lot of a lot of bad stuff that we do with it can be good if used. Yeah, like nuclear energy. Yeah, kinda. nuclear energy. We could use, but you know what else we may do with A nuclear bomb. Release a lot of nuclear energy at one time. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of the... Like, nuclear energy came from something bad. Yeah. And Yeah, it's, that's insane. The only thing that that physicist was, did was create the math and like figure out how to make make it of course he was i don't know i'm pretty sure he he helped with assembling that but it was like yeah so crazy like the uh yeah i don't know the um yeah i love i love america but that is definitely a i mean i'm sure everyone has like i'm sure the people who decided to drop that bomb had their reasons but everyone's kind of had everyone kind of has their reasons, but that is a pretty horrific part of human history. Yeah, yeah. Are those two bombs? It's like 
especially if you're a scientist. Yeah. You're only the only thing you want to do is learn and make discoveries. Mm -hmm. When you as much as you love your country. I love being here in America. I do. I very much do. But I don't think I could ever like it, it's like a weird thing of this could be the most important thing of my career, but it can mm -hmm. cost so many lives. Yeah. Or I don't do this. And it's and my career is gone. It's like non existent. I am yeah. I am a nobody. Like what like what do I do then? And that's a ma yeah, that's a massive internal struggle. That's that's insane. I think and the crazy thing about that whole situation too is prior to like really like the nineteen forties, I could be wrong, but from my from my understanding of how history and science kind of works, is like prior to nineteen forties, every scientific achievement is like a net positive for society. But then once the bomb comes out, all of a sudden there's like, oh my god, is there a frontier where scientific discoveries become more harmful than they are beneficial like at what point is ignorance bliss yeah i if i'm thinking of history i think that is i think at least public view public view it was yeah. public public view that's when science was scary um i think scientific world uh we've uh we've always had um uh, at least a positive light of every discovery oh yeah uh, but public publicly it became more publicly bad after that yeah it's always good intent i feel like it's always good intentioned and then i wonder if there's a point where like <laughs> curiosity kills the cat and we have ai robots dropping nukes on yeah that's <laughs> the when, rest of the world <laughs> yeah that's when but uh, that's probably all science fiction as well i have a very that is yeah it's science fiction but with ai Especially Chat DPT being like when the when does as a lot of people are like as much as science fiction. You we all we already know someone's gonna try and make an AI sentient. What's that mean again? Uh, living. living. Oh okay. Ooh. I I th I think I used the right word. That um, sounds right. Um, someone's gonna try and do that. Just because yeah. he wants to figure out if he can. It's gonna be some really lonely guy do I... in his mom's basement wanting an AI girlfriend. <laughs> Chat GBT. Remember when they took that out? That you can't make Chat GBT your girlfriend. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, oh no. Man. Was it was it that or racist? I know they took out the racist. Yeah, that would be I had no idea if they took out the girlfriend. <laughs> That's so crazy. They released this AI and they're like Oh shit! We didn't turn these two things off. Now we have racist girlfriends running around. Oh god, racist oh. girlfriends! Oh god, I didn't know that. That's kind of wild. Yeah, um, my friend, my friend was uh, my friend told me he goes, "Kia, you make G Chat GPT your girlfriend." I'm like, what the fuck would I do that? Then, then we found out someone that we knew did that. Oh man. You're like, bro, what the hell? And then imagine it like extends into messages, like it can text you in the morning. <laughs> Snapchat AI. <laughs> yeah. 
It's like good morning. You wake up to good morning, babe, and it's chat GBT. <laughs> you're like, oh, <laughs> like, oh, you're so kind. Oh, I love waking up in the morning to this. That's so insane. That Wait, is so insane. Yeah, it's Oppenheimer is a great movie, a fantastic movie. The three hours is highly worth it. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm very much looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, it's 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 absolutely fantastic. I think the there's so many big name actors in this movie that mm-hmm. need such low tier characters too. Oh yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, it's like they took every single person that nearly won an Oscar or like has some sort of fame and put it in the movie. I'm like. Oh really? How did they agree to this? <laughs> Damn. The um, yeah, I heard Robert Downey Jr. say it was the best film he's ever been a part of. Did he actually say that? But it's fantastic. He's he's great in the yeah. movie too. What is he? It's I know Matt Damon's a cop. I don't know what. Uh. He does, yeah, Matt Damon is like. It's yeah. cool to have Robert Downey Jr. in there too because like, that was Iron Man's. I mean. Not that it's related, Not but the, yeah, I, you have that weird undertone of like, and I haven't seen the movie, but I feel like you have a weird undertone of like Iron Man, like, and that was his whole thing, like the big explosion, him standing behind it. Yeah, he was the big weapons master. Yeah, it, so that's cool. He uh, Robert Downey Jr. in his movies, I loved his performance because it was for once it, I did see, at least for me. I didn't see Robert Downey Jr. Oh, wow. I saw the character he's playing. Because like huge. when you see Tony Stark, you yeah. can see Robert Downey Jr. come out. Because That's his personality huge. and Tony Stark is very similar. Uh-huh. But I, I thought that he, when he played his character, I was like... Like, there are, there are some instances where you see Robert Downey Jr. come out. But that's just him being him. But there were times I'm like... Damn, I hate... I, I, like, this guy's... Yeah. Wow. This guy is something. That's tough to do. Because he has such a unique personality. Like, turn it off and go to something else. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm excited. And the guy from Peaky Blinders is Oppenheimer. I I was like, I know. I'm like, I recognize this guy. I'm like, who is it? He did a And then I finally found it out. Fantastic job. Oh, my God. Yeah. He looks like him, too. Have you ever seen the picture? Yeah, he he does. Like, I was like, this is great casting. (laughs) Yeah. It's a fantastic casting. There's so. Is many... Robert Downey Jr. Is he shave? Does he shave his head? I think he's wearing like a bald cap in a, in a wig. Oh, okay, okay. If he did shave it, that's dedication. I know, right? Um, but damn, that, that movie was fantastic. I like. It goes. It really goes into. You'll see. You'll see it from like why I why I was like so questioning about because it's not just a physicist that's gonna go there and question their mind. Everyone's gonna think to themselves, "What would I do?" Yeah, and people people think they're better than they are most times. Yeah, like that's they said a lot about like um, like in history, like a lot of really dark things throughout history. It's like everyone thinks like, oh, that wouldn't be me. That wouldn't be me. But it's like if you grew up in that time in those same circumstances, 
odds are that probably would be you. That probably, yeah, exactly. A lot. And go ahead. No, sorry. But I was about to say, like, a lot of people nowadays, they're like, oh, our history is dark. Da, 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 da. We need to move on from that. But it's because you're living in a society now that can reflect on it. Yeah. What if you were there? Exactly like what you said. What if you were there? What if you were born to um and raised like that? And people are like, I I wouldn't do that. He's like, Yes, yeah. you would. It's hindsight's twenty twenty. And it's easy to say you wouldn't do that when you're when you're born into a system that teaches you from birth, like don't do that. Don't do yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's like not it's one of the racist arguments of like uh one of those a lot of people uh are like oh i wouldn't be a slave owner mm -hmm. it's like how would you know you weren't yeah it's like you're here when we know slavery is we, we obviously know slavery is bad it's terrible mm -hmm. but what if you were living back then when everyone thought it was okay yeah and it's crazy how like they, they did a study on authority in one of our psychology classes yeah and they hooked people up so it was it was supposed to so a bunch of people go in a room right and they, they pair them up like oh you're paired with him you're paired with him you're paired with him and they're like we're gonna ask you a series of questions right one of them is gonna be the questioner one of them is gonna be um like sitting in a chair with like a shock band hooked up to them right so they get shocked whenever they answer a question wrong okay and then there's like all these different levels of shock yeah right but the person who was sitting in the chair, their partner, was really an actor who was part of the study. Yeah. And so it wasn't really, like, he wasn't really sitting in the chair. Okay. And then you had, a, like, a researcher standing behind the person who was supposed to deliver the shock. Yeah. And he would repeatedly get the questions wrong. Like, they'd ask him a question, and he'd intentionally say, oh, I don't really know this. And, like, purposely get it wrong. And every time he asked a question wrong, you're supposed to shock it up, 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 like, up the ladder. And, like, it starts off with, like, he gets one wrong. He's like, ooh, ow, that, that kind of hurt. And he gets two wrong. It's like, oh, damn. And it just gets worse and worse. And one of them is, like, one of them has, like, a skull at the end, at the end of it. Like, like, bad, deadly shock. And the guy's screaming just gets worse and worse. And the researcher's standing behind them. And every time the person's like, I don't, I don't know if I, should, if I could do this. I don't, I don't know if I want to keep doing this study. They're like, go ahead. Keep doing it. It's fine. Just keep, press, keep pressing the buttons. And they did it. And it was like some crazy, crazy number. Like went up to death. Like went up to like like the, the skull, skull at the end. Yeah, like like sixty-seven percent or something. When someone of authority told them to keep going, went up to like sixty-seven percent. And then the guy's like voice would go silent too, and they're like, Holy shit. Now you can't conduct that study nowadays. I feel like that'd be too traumatic. But it's crazy. Like that's I think they referenced that study a lot during like the Nazi trials. And it's it's fucked. Yeah, it, because it, uh, because a lot of people over there kind of just because their leader said so. Yeah. Again, not that that makes it right. It doesn't, it doesn't make it right. But not that's definitely all. the argument they used was that scientific study right there, and they're like, it's crazy what you people can do when so they're told to do something. Yeah. Especially someone who's extremely scary. Yeah. And and like intimidating. He like. Like it's like almost like you have a gun to your head back. A lot of people say that they wouldn't falter if yeah. if like a gun was back in their head. Like they would stand their morals. It's mm -hmm. like when you're near death, 
you kind of do something that you you sometimes you regret. You kind of yeah. focus on your own survival than than anything else. It's like, yeah, human nature is a crazy thing. Some people, some you people can uh, withstand that. Some people can't. Yeah, it's easy. To, it's easy to guess what you would do, but then when you're actually in that situation, like Oppenheimer, it's just you don't you don't really know. Yeah. Well, yeah, excited to see the movie. You, I think it's you, gonna be crazy. You'll be fantastic. You'll 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 find it. We'll we'll talk about it. We actually won't be able to talk about it until like next week. So yeah. It'll be it'll really be a time before both of us have a discussion about the review of the movie. We'll have some time to digest it and everything. Yeah. Maybe maybe see Barbie, just maybe. <laughs> maybe see Barbie. Maybe see Barbie. Uh, there is oh my god, there was actually like a group of girls that were in front of me that were gonna go see Barbie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew that I knew this for a fact because the the screen said Barbie. Uh, oh, yeah. when they were purchasing the tickets, but they took forever because they didn't have seats that were right next to each other. Oh. And I was like, why did you go to the theater, assuming that you get three tickets next to each other when this movie is, like, one of the most hyped? Just coming out, too. Yeah, yeah. just coming out, most hyped. You think you're going to go in and get a ticket? You have oh, to yeah. order ahead of time. I had to get a, I got the worst seat because I waited two hours ahead of time to get Oppenheimer. Damn. Just because I was debating for too long. Were you, like, in the front row or something? Yeah, second front. I okay. was front, second to front, all intense. the way to the right, all the way to the right. <laughs> yeah, I've seen, I've seen memes about that where people are like front row of Oppenheimer, and it's just they're getting blown away. Oh, though I wanted to actually do the RDX uh, seats, where it's like you feel what's happening. Oh, that'd be nuts. Oh, uh, if you if... see heats up a little bit on you, you're like, oh, ow, ow. <laughs> <laughs> did Did you order regular tickets or RDX? Uh, I don't know. I hope we're in. I, I hope we're in IMAX. If, if if you get an RDX, I did my first ever RDX for, for a Dragon Ball movie, mm-hmm. right? Oh my god, that was fantastic. That was weird. Really? Because, because it's a legit roller coaster. You're, you're following throughout the entire thing. Oh, shit. It's so like you're kind of sitting there just like watching the movie. Then it's like, kind of just like, oh, someone gets rippled. <laughs> Your seat kind of moves. I uh, did it in Disney, I think. But it was it was like, I was like six. Oh, so the like technology's probably gotten a lot better since then. Oh yeah, because it's definitely not in the movie theater too. It's definitely just like theme park. Yeah, but if you ever go oh. to a movie with like um, a lot of explosions and stuff like that, even if it's not like a great story, do an RDX. You like try out, try it out once. It's quite expensive. Yeah. We did it once just because uh, uh, all the regular ones were out so we're like let's just do rdx and we did it and i was like oh my god that would be crazy especially for like a movie about atomic bombs oh yeah you go rattling you kind of just like do this and then just yeah star wars would probably be pretty cool with that too oh yeah any superhero movie just oh yeah yeah that's so cool yeah they're doing a lot of stuff with movies remember the 4d that they were talking about like oh you can smell the movie i'm like that one i don't want to do yeah, that was that's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, like there's probably more bad smells in a movie than there are good smells. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But we'll see. We'll see how things turn out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oppenheimer is fantastic. I'll probably make a probably make a video tonight. Upload it tomorrow for tomorrow. It's like my Oppenheimer review. It's gonna be on my other channel. I gotta yeah. upload it on Have my other seen... ones. There's people who do video. Have you seen those video essays on movies? 
Yes, I cannot do that. <laughs> okay. That's uh, I'll just my my probably be like a ten minute thing. I'm just like, oh the movie's fantastic. Yeah. And nice. me just going off. <laughs> I like I love watching the video essay. I watch one on The Godfather. It's really the okay. only movie I watch. Really? Yeah, The Godfather's a cool movie. Uh, that's good. But um nice. I think there's one other thing that we should talk about since we we're back. Um yeah. so uh are we because one of the things that we you and i both did was the bachelor watch party are we still doing the bachelorette bash watch party uh i'd be down yeah i'd be down to watch a watch an episode or two see how it goes see how it goes yeah, Play, have you heard about the try it out. um the since we're about six episodes behind we would have to catch up a bit oh there's already been six. Oh shit hold on oh man it's the Bachelorette, right? Bachelorette, yeah. Yeah, it'd be fun. It was successful last time. Yeah, and I will, f- I will f- not forget to make it public so we can watch it with everybody. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. De- when, do you know what day it is? It's Mondays. Uh, I believe it's Mondays. Yes. Nice. Uh, I think. I mean, I, I don't really see why that wouldn't work for me. Yeah. So we're significantly behind with the Bachelorette. So we would need to set, we would need to, we're five episodes behind, July 24th is the next day. So Monday, yeah. Uh, we are, on the 24th, we will be five episodes behind. The episode one, two, three, four, five. Okay. That's what, how far behind we are. So do you want to do like a, uh, uh, how, how would you want to do this? Do you want to do like, I'm trying to think. I wonder if we should do I wonder if we should watch all five or just do like a recap and then come in on like episode six with as much information that we could possibly gather from the internet. Okay. Okay. Or yeah. unless we I don't know. But yeah, I'm down to I'm down to figure it out. Yeah, we could definitely we could definitely figure it out. We we want to we have a our little bachelor stuff. Yes. Yeah, dude, that last one did not. That last one went crazy. That one went crazy just because I forgot I should have made it public. Ah! Yeah, that one was so wild. People loved that. They were like, oh, we want to see you guys because of your reactions, not somebody who just has it on the screen and yeah. just sitting there. And I was like, oh, wow, that's actually fantastic. Thank it's you. such a different dynamic with guys. I, I, don't, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be definitely it's interesting. It's such a different dynamic with guys. With, like, I think it's because I'm a guy is I can, I can judge them more. I don't know. Like, yeah. I know a little bit more about how they're thinking. When, it, when it comes to like girls, it's like I don't really know your brains that well. You guys yeah. are kind of confusing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being entirely honest. Y'all are y'all are confusing. But guys, I could be like, I know what you're thinking there, and what the fuck. <laughs> hey, yeah. All right. Nice. So bachelorette, yeah, bachelorette is coming soon. Um, yes, sir. Any other updates you want to give? uh you have a podcast another episode of your podcast coming up yeah well the should be probably a 45 minute episode if i'm lucky maybe 30 minutes if i'm really not but uh yeah tune into that too tune into that we're actually talking about oppenheimer in there as well so oh really all right all right that's gonna be happening i'm sure um my podcast is actually under works right now uh we are i am actually getting uh some groundwork done 
So my personal stuff will actually be coming through as well. It will actually be a very similar format to uh, to to probably Andrew's podcast over this one. Very uh, a little a little deeper, not really like a fun get going, but yeah. some, something. So of course we're not going to just be all serious. We're going to have some fun. Uh, I don't know who my first guest is going to be. Andrew's probably going to be a guest on there eventually. Uh, nice. Uh, and stuff like that. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that's going on. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to think of my life, and I think... Poetry, Twitch. We covered a lot. Yeah, you got your poetry. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Poetry, poetry thing, Twitch. Twitch. YouTube. I don't know. Bachelor. Bachelor. Barbie. Barbie. <laughs> Maybe not Barbie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we we covered a lot. This is actually one of our longer episodes, honestly. Yeah, it was a good episode. We just had a lot of catch up on in three weeks. Nice. Yeah. Alright. Uh is that all that we really need to say? That's all it's all for me. Alright. Alright. Well, I guess we'll end it there. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into the podcast. We appreciate it all very much. If you watch this on YouTube, make sure to leave a like, subscribe, and comment down below. If you watched Oppenheimer, by this, by the time that we watch this, uh, by the time you watch this, Andrew and I have both watched the movie. So feel free to let us know what you guys think about the movie in the uh, description and the comment section below. Also, let us know if you want to see the Bachelorette over here. We're probably going to do another watch party. Uh, yes, sir. Also, let us know if there are also other things that you would like to comment on of what we talked about, science, stuff like that, business. Um, if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Music, Spotify listeners, I am trying to fix the issue with why we're not being posted. Uh, so I'll do my best to figure that out. Apple Podcasts, I know we're still good. Superior. Joke. Nice. Um, anyway, if you're listening anywhere else, just make sure to give us a positive rating. We appreciate it all very much, and we love to hear from you guys, of course. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Peace cool. out. Peace out.